Welcome back to episode 116 of the Woman of Marvel podcast, where we assemble to chat all things Marvel and more. Welcome back to the Women of Marvel podcast, where we assemble to chat about all things Marvel and more. This is Judy Stevens, producer. And this is Sana Monitz, director of content and character development at Marvel. Um, and we want to welcome you back to uh, the Voices of Marvel segment, which is my personal favorite uh, segment, because we get to talk to all of the awesome up-and-coming writers um, here at Marvel. And today we have a really special contributor and fantastic, talented writer, um, editor, uh, PhD. Uh, should we call you uh, Dr. Roxanne Gay, doctor? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, okay, got it, got it, got it, got it. Call me Dr. Gay. Well, uh, thank you so much uh, for, for joining us. We're very, very happy to have you. Oh, I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having me. So, um, first off, uh, for those of you who guys do not know, uh, Roxanne um, actually joined us because Ta-Nehisi Coates, who's currently writing Black Panther, um, the two of you are friends, I believe, and uh, he somehow twisted your arm into joining us to write the World of Wakanda series. How did that come into to being? And also, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a few years ago at AWP a Writers Conference in Boston, Tanahasi and I did an event together, and um, I read a story, a, a zombie story, that's sort of a new take on a zombie story, and he remembered it over the years, and he sent me an email several months ago telling me that he had a crazy idea, and so I wrote him back, and I was like, oh, okay, what's the crazy idea? And he said, how would you feel about writing a comic and I was like, I feel fine about that. <laughs> I thought it was indeed a crazy idea, but also something that would be interesting and just really different creatively from most of what I'm currently working on. And so uh, one thing led to another, and now I am writing World of Wakanda. And, I mean, like, are you familiar with comics? Did you grow up reading comics, or is this a completely new world for you? This is, for the most part, a completely new world for me. I did read the Archie comics growing up. I actually read them religiously. Um, but I know that that's, it's, that's different yeah. from uh, the superhero comics. That's... And so I'm, I'm new to superhero comics and to just the, the darker, grittier comic world. And so it, it's overwhelming, but also exciting. That's funny because I think a lot of um, a lot of people who are unfamiliar with the co the comics genre in, in in general, all a majority of them, a lot of people still read Archie comics. That was very much a, a mainstream way to get into th this particular format. So uh -huh. yeah, so you already had your way in. So what so what is it what is it so far that you've learned about um, the process of writing superhero comics that is distinct from what you usually do? You know, the, the, the main thing that's really distinct is the collaborative nature of it. Uh, you know, I certainly collaborate with my editor and on most 
not on most, on all of my writing projects. But with this, you collaborate with an editor and with the artist, and you are also working with the continuity of key Marvel characters. And that's really new to me, having to pay attention to sort of where Namor is in the timeline when I'm writing him into my issue. Um, and, and so there are just so many moving parts and just be one of those moving parts is, is very different. So sort of taking a step back, what made you want to be a writer to begin with? Was there something that inspired you when you were younger or? Um, I just have always wanted to be a writer since I was four years old. I love storytelling and, um, I just, I just love telling stories. I love making things up and being completely in control of the world that I'm recreating in my stories. That's always been very seductive to me. And uh, I also love to write the kinds of characters I wish I could be. And so that's uh, another draw for me. So, you know, a lot of, of what, you, what you do and what you work on, um, obviously outside of comics, um, and some of it, I would say, is maybe, you know, unveiling an aspect of the minority experience uh, that is is probably not usually, is, is probably miscommunicated or is doesn't have sort of the, the, the spotlight um, as it should. So how, I mean, is that something that you want to try to translate into the superhero medium? I mean, right now, and then we can talk a little bit about World of Wakanda in a bit, but I mean, you're 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 telling a story about um, the Dora Milaje, which are these really awesome, really awesome uh, former bodyguards of the Black Panther, um, and they all also happen to be these two characters in particular who are who are lovers. Um, so, what is you know how are you able to sort of tell a story about um, this particular experience without necessarily making it you know? the focus of the story? Like, what, what, is, what, are, what are you bringing to the table for this particular story? Um, I'm bringing great storytelling. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I, I just, I, I think I'm pretty good at telling a story and, and telling a story that has a lot of energy but also a lot of heart. And so, you know, a lot of my writing concerns representation and how do we bring visibility to a broader range of lived experiences. And so to be able to write queer black women into a canon that has historically been the purview of heterosexual white people is really exciting. Um, and that these women are elite fighters, uh, but still tender enough to love one another was also very appealing. And so I do think about representation and making queer black women more visible as I'm writing this comic. But at the end of the day, I'm just trying to tell a really good story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that once you sort of move away from focusing on those aspects of their identity, you're just kind of telling a story about who they are and their experiences through, yes, this very distinct lens. I think that's when, yes, you give them visibility, but you give them also a sense of of, of normalcy, which is incredibly important. Um, it, it, It doesn't feel like, oh, this is the other anymore. This is just another story about two characters who are pretty badass and awesome. Uh, but that that's always exciting, and I think that's something that we love to do here um, at Marvel. 
Yeah, and I mean, I want to say it, it is just another story, but it's also very specific, and I mm-hmm. think that's important. Um, I think that oftentimes when we talk about representation and how we're all human, people overlook the fact that this is a specific experience that no one else will have other than black women. Right. Um, um, as universal as my, I hope that the appeal is, I am very much still telling a very specific story. Right. Well, that line is, it's you get universality through specificity, right? Absolutely. Um, so... So now that we're talking about World of Wakanda, can you sort of highlight a little bit of what you know the, the readers at home can expect from this new book? Uh, you know, they can expect to understand how everything that's happening in ta run of the current season of Black Panther came to pass. And so um, the, the first issue, which is almost done, is... Um, you're going to see how Io and Anika meet and mm-hmm. what their relationship was like in the early going as uh, Io moves through the training to become a member of the Dora Milaje. And in future issues, uh, we see how their connection evolves and how they grow disillusioned with serving Chala and Black Panther. Mm. Okay, so this is this is like a, a flashback Story, like an origin story of Ionica. Yes, it is. Awesome. Um, the, the final issue ends uh, in the middle of the current run of Black Panther. And hopefully in future seasons, we'll be able to go beyond. Mm-hmm. So what, I mean, I'm sure you're still kind of figuring out the, the, the comics writing process of it all. Do you have... Um, a system that you're putting into place that seems to be working for you in terms of, you know, putting pen to paper, paper and breaking down the script. I know you mentioned collaboration with the artist, which is definitely a very, can be a very tricky thing to do for prose writers. Um, but what, what have you found so far that has been challenging and, and fascinating about that transition? You know, it hasn't been as challenging as I thought it was going to be. I uh, read a couple of books on how to write comics and they weren't super helpful. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we won't mention yeah, who wrote them. <laughs> yes, they're not good. I mean, they're well written, and I but they're really for I think people who don't know how to tell a story at all. Um, and so, I, I what I got from them were just some of the conventions. But what I did was read all of the scripts that Tanahasi wrote for the first run of Black Panther. And I looked at scripts from a lot of other uh, issues that my editor sent to me that he said were really good examples of scripts. And then I just wrote it. Uh, and I thought about it, you know, from scene to scene, like, okay, how are you going to get, once I figured out the overall plot arc of each issue, it's just a question of, okay, how do I get the characters from moment one to moment two to moment three to moment four? Um, in ways that make sense. And so it's actually been a lot of fun. It's made me think a lot of television. Yeah, that's that's definitely the... We, we always say, especially to, to, to new writers, we say, or new comics writers, television, televised, ster- uh, serialized storytelling is really the, the most anal- analogous way um, to understand comic storytelling, and also theater. Um, there's a lot in Absolutely. sort of... Absolutely. Mm-hmm. 
that 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 is quite similar. So have you seen have you seen any of the designs or any of the art yet? Like ha, have you because the, the the coolest part about turning in a script is when the actual art comes in and you realize that you know the the choices that you have made are either really amazing or maybe poor choices in the art direction. <laughs> it all manifests itself. So has that has that happened yet, or are you still waiting on some designs? Uh, I've seen I think about six pages so far, and it's awesome. Just really, I mean, the artist is gorgeous. The, the work she's doing is absolutely gorgeous. And um, I'm even more excited to see it inked and lettered to, to just see it all come together. But what I've seen so far is truly just really great. Oh, that's great. So, I mean, obviously you teach people every day, but do you have any sort of advice for aspiring storytellers, maybe people who not only want to tell specifically comic superhero stories, but in general, telling stories? Um, you know, I think you have to be interested in the story you're telling in order to tell it well. And one of the things that I'm trying to focus on is that a story needs complexity, so it can't be... It needs complexity. You know, things have to happen. There have to, there has to be texture to the experiences that you're putting into the story. And so... Uh, I, I think it's important to remember that. So we're going to um, shift gears a little bit and uh, have some sort of nerdy questions for you. So <laughs> this is for, like, young Roxanne. Um, so no que- no question is wrong. No answer is wrong. No, yeah, sorry, no answer. Well, yeah, <laughs> our questions might be wrong. Um, yes, no, no answer is wrong. Um, and this is more uh, about some comics knowledge. So if you don't know, that's totally okay. We can pause and edit it. All right? Uh-huh. Just three quick questions. Okay. Uh, you need a substitute teacher for your class. Who do you call? Storm, She-Hulk, or Captain Marvel? Oh, good question. <laughs> Very important <laughs> question. You know, I would go with, I would call Storm. All right. Okay. Why do, why do you trust Storm? I don't know that I trust Storm, but I know that she would make class very interesting, and I love her hair. There we go. She would definitely shut people up. <laughs> yeah. Change yeah. the weather real quick. Um, okay. This is definitely a kid question. Any superpower of choice, what would it be? Oh, I want to fly. Oh, good choice. Good choice. Much, much, much easier than actual airplanes. Yes. I'm into that. Yeah. I hate airplanes. <laughs> okay, final question. Who in the Marvel Universe do you wish was your best friend? Oh, well, huh. That's a good question, too. <laughs> hmm. Oh. I know there's a lot of people to choose from. There are. You know, I, I love the Hulk. Okay. There we go. That's, he can get you out of sticky situations? Absolutely. I have a lot of empathy for him, like not really fitting into the world. So I would want to be friends with the Hulk. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, lots of, there might be a lot of um, uh, anger management issues to go through in that case. Yeah. As long as you're ready for it. I'm totally ready. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Awesome. Um, well, Roxanne, thank you uh, so much for joining us. Um, for people who want to find you... 
uh, obviously outside of the pages of um, World of Wakanda, where can they get in touch with you? Um, they can find all of my contact information on my website, RoxanneGay.com. And I'm known to be on Twitter, at rgay. And you actually have a new book coming out as well, right? Do you want to talk about that real quick? Yeah. In January, I have um, a short story collection called Difficult Women coming out. And in June, I have, uh, 2017, in June, I have um, a memoir called Hunger coming out. Awesome. So um, I highly recommend to all of you guys out there, check out... Um, everything Roxanne has written, she is extremely, extremely talented. You will learn a lot. And then, of course, check out World of Wakanda, uh, which comes out uh, later this winter. Um, and an extension of that, of course, is A Black Panther by ta Coates and Brian Stelfreeze. Um, that is currently on sale. I believe we're up to issue six or issue seven right now. Um, a lot of fun. So read Black Panther and then... Um, Follow it up with World of Wakanda real quick because um, we're expanding the world of Wakanda, literally, <laughs> and Black Panther. Um, uh, and, and it'll be a great primer uh, before the Black Panther movie comes out in a year and a half. Um, all right, Roxanne, thank you so much uh, for joining us. It has been very edifying and always a um, pleasure, pleasure to talk to you. Thank you so much for having me. It's been wonderful. Thank you. Okay, we'll check you guys later. This is Marvel, your universe. Thanks again to Roxanne for joining us. If you're attending New York Comic Con this weekend, make sure you head over to the Women of Marvel panel on Sunday, October 9th at 1.30 p.m. in Room 1A06. We've got Margaret Stoll, Stephanie Meselonsky, Amy Reeder, Erica Henderson, and more. Plus, then on Monday, swing over to Books of Wonder on October 10th to join the Women of Marvel as they celebrate the book release party of Black Widow Red Vengeance with writer Margaret Stoll. The party starts at 6 p.m. and will feature a Q&A, cosplay contest, and signing. You can find Books of Wonder on 18th Street and 5th Avenue in New York City. And I'll be joining Margaret Stoll for a continuation of the Black Widow Red Vengeance Tour, including San Francisco slash Menlo Park on October 14th and the Grove Barnes & Nobles in L.A. on the 15th. Head over to mstoll.com slash events for more info. Okay, I think that's it from me. If you're at New York Comic Con and see me, please say hi. We'll check you guys next week. This is Marvel, your universe.